From the PSI-ASI studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair. And the next in our Meet the Team series, we are visiting with Mike Hafer. Mike, it is great to chat with you again. George, great to hear you again and talk to you again, too. It's been a while, and I'm looking forward to it. Now, the last time we chatted, you just reminded me we spoke about Breckenridge and home field advantage because that happens to be your home mountain. Uh, did you notice any home field advantage for yourself? You know, I did. Um, when I tried out um, and was successful the first time, I guess the first time that I was successful, I tried out at Mammoth, and that's where the conversation originated from, just to remind our audience. And um, being at a real home mountain this time, I think definitely played um, played a role in my success, knowing the terrain, the snow conditions, um, but I think more so just being comfortable with being at home and having so many of my um, my peers and other instructors around there who know me, um, it, it was the community that really drove the drove the excitement to a higher level, which then helps me perform at a higher level. And then obviously knowing the terrain, knowing where the you know it just turns into the tactics, knowing where to ski, how to ski it, and um, knowing when the pitch has changed really helped me approach uh, the tasks a little bit differently this time around. Now, Mike, you're an interesting one because you were on the team for two sessions or two series, and then you took some time off, and then you decided to try out again. Why the break, and why did you decide to try out again? You know, that's a great question, and that question came up in an interview during the tryout, so I'm glad you asked. No. <laughs> so um, to, to share again, it's, uh, I took a new job here at Breckenridge as um, general manager for the Ski and Snowboard School, and that was taking a lot of my time. And then in addition to that, I have two girls, and they were quite a bit younger at the time that um, the 2016 tryouts came around. And it was it was just going to be too much on my plate to balance family life and the new job. So I decided to take a step back and let um, let others come in. And from there, um, over the past five years, the separation between the last two teams, it um, I I really began missing it. I I so much enjoy the um, the camaraderie, the being with instructors, helping helping people achieve their goals and meeting. Um, their needs it's um, something that I love to do and, and I missed it dearly so I decided that um, it was time to have a conversation with the family and, and um, this is the direction that I felt was um, was best for my my uh, my career path and and um, here we are uh, a couple months later and and after all that being successful once again which um, is I, I can tell you is not easy coming back from um taking a term off i i feel a little bit older and and i felt the competition was strong and um and up to speed on all modern ski technique and and um so yeah i'm pretty excited to be a part of this new team and and to see what i can offer the team in a different capacity this time around now you must have been at interski at ushuaia I did not make that one. You didn't. I, the, my last interski was um, St. Anton. I had some uh, scheduling conflicts with Ushuaia, so unfortunately I didn't make that one, but I was involved in all the prep work for it. And the prep work, this I, I really want to hear your input on this because you were really starting the, the learning connection. 
and the people skills and everything that has really gelled over the last five years. What was it like to be a part of that just as it was forming and now come into it as it's, you know, I, people skills are going to be in uh, assessments in the coming seasons. Yeah, it's great how it's great how an inner ski from 2011 being St. Anton ended up driving us in the direction of where we ended up in Ushuaia and driving the organization uh, forward. Being that when um, we had some pretty direct feedback from our uh, peers from the other countries in St. Anton and um, with that feedback, there were some focuses that we came out of there with a technical, with a technical message from there. Um, we also started taking a deep look inside ourselves and, and trying to figure out what we do best and connecting with people is what we do best as an association. So being able to, to help um, with the, with the um, uh, development of, of people connection, I think, really starts bringing us to where we are today and that is that is strong with how we present the material how we demonstrate it on the hill and then obviously how we present the material in a format that we connect with each and every one in our groups and that was um that was on the forefront of this tryout as well because uh, there were a lot of presentations around how we connect with people and I think it stood out in the way the presentations came about during the tryout process. And those that were successful were able to connect with each and every individual in our peer groups through the tryout process. And for me, that was an observation that I, I saw. And um, and I also tried to demonstrate because um, of the direction that we're moving. Now, as a previous two-term team member, what was it like to now come out and try out again. I, I'm just trying to get a sense of nerves, you know, compared to that first time that you tried out, the second time you tried out as a current team member. But then having that gap in there, what was it like for you to come in, as you said, a little bit older, different responsibilities? Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a great question again. Um, and... I think I was comfortable, well, I know I was comfortable with the process because I've been through enough tryouts. I think this was my fifth tryout total, third time being successful. And so being comfortable with the process, I think, is so, um, it's just such an advantage. However, then getting into it, and like I was saying before, there were there were some hot feet on this team, and, and um, it's uh, trying to keep up and knowing that I had to demonstrate at the highest level possible um, to be to be successful, you know that that was that created some nerves and some anxiety. And um, so, understanding where my strengths were, being that um, I, I I feel like I, I'm very technical and and solid with demonstrating technique, that um, I, I continue to remind myself that that's the part and the role that I play on the team or one of the parts and roles that I play on the team. And so trying to, trying to um, embrace that and bringing that to the forefront. And then as the week went on through the trial process, knowing that I had to keep stepping up to meet the needs of the team. And that's something that I've seen at every tryout is that those that were successful continue to step up, um, to step up um, the, the energy and the, 
and the camaraderie throughout the week is incredibly important as the team forms. So each um, each individual that did try out, um, they pushed each other. And those that were successful and those that were not successful, um, the, the last couple of days were incredible to watch the skiing, the teaching, and the camaraderie between each other. Now, I want to ask you kind of a tough question. Um, but I think it can really be valuable to us in so many things that we deal with in life. In our assessments, it's not competitive, but we still have this happen. You go to a bike race and you're looking around. It's like, oh my gosh, that person looks so fit and muscular. You go to a run, the same kind of thing. But there's that sense of competitiveness. And when you look at someone and you're saying there were some really hot skiers in your groups, how do you deal with overcoming the self-doubt, the little worms of self-doubt that can crawl in where you're just thinking, oh my gosh, that person looks so much better than I am? <laughs> oh, that is a tough question. <laughs> <laughs> but as a team member and the best of the best, <laughs> I think you I, could answer it. <laughs> I, I'm not going to thank you for that question. <laughs> and um, yeah, so... You know, in in this process, being that to me, it's a it's a job interview, right? It's yes, it's looking at the best of the best. It's also how can I perform my best in all the categories that we're looking for? Um, just previously, we were talking about the people connection, the teaching, and, um, and then obviously the technique. So. I didn't necessarily need to be the best on my feet. However, I needed to be in that that top tier to be successful. And I, I feel that with my experiences over the past um, five to eight years in my role here at Breck, that it, it really helped um, bring out my personality and allowed me to be comfortable in that I could shine with connecting with each and everybody in the group. And then having the previous experience, uh, having the previous experience being on the team, being able to help others um, was was a goal of mine through that process because that's what the team is about it is about helping each other and it's about helping each other achieve their goals and helping us achieve our goals so keeping those in mind that i didn't have to be the best but i had to be incredibly solid in each of those categories and then how to speak or how to present you know, that's, I, I think sometimes my presentations um, are, are one of my weaknesses, frankly. And, you know, and, and how do I present well enough that I'm in the ball game and keeps me in the ball game, and yet I know where to shine or how to shine with my strengths. And so knowing where my strengths and weaknesses were, that's how I played the game, I guess, if, if I can use that, um, for lack of better words, in that really trying to perform at a high level and being confident with with my strengths being able to bring those scores up in those areas to be able to help cover some of the deficiencies that i that maybe i displayed in an indoor presentation or or maybe i missed something on hill with maybe i didn't deliver enough technical um content during a presentation on hill so once again i think it goes back to understanding the process and how to how to deliver with confidence in my areas of strength help me manage uh, the anxiety coming into it. Mike, I think you answered that question extremely well. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, George. So I know you're on a time crunch. You got a team meeting coming up. Question for you that I've been asking everyone on the team. 
Can you, if you don't mind, tell us something about yourself that maybe we don't know? Um, yeah, sometimes that, you know, that's, I, I always love this question because sometimes I feel like um, people know me more than what they may know me. Um, a couple of things, I think. Um, one on the skiing side, one of my, um, one of the most, most, I think the things that I'm most proud of or happy to say is that I have a first descent down in um, South America. We were out of Valle Nevado uh, skiing with Chris Fellows, um, Chris Fellows, Jim Schaffner, and Jimmy Ackerson on a heli ski trip with Matt Pinto as our guide. And he took us to a, um, a valley that they were just opening up to heli skiing. And we had a 5,000 foot vertical descent out of, um, out of Valle Nevado. And, um, and so that was one of the highlights of my skiing career that, um, will be memorable. And then, um, I, uh, as you and I were talking before, I love to ride bikes. I'm, um, road and mountain bikes um as much as i can and it's something that i get to share with my family and and um so up here in summit county there there's over 100 miles of bike paths up here so if i want to jump on the road bike i can go for as long as i want and the uh the dirt up here is just amazing so i love to get on the cross-country bike and go go spin around and um enjoy some dirt now and then as well so those are just a couple of brief things there that, um, that yeah, that I love to do. And Mike, in the remaining minutes we've got here, would you mind, in conclusion, sharing what you're most looking forward to over the next three years with the team? Yeah, it's it's what we are going to develop, and I can't put a I can't put a you know a finger on what it is because we may not know. In three years, in my experiences, we will develop something out of the next three years that will carry PSI ASI into the, um, into the future. And so this team, it's new, it's different. I'm excited to get to know everyone on the team to a higher level. And, um, and it's the deliverables that we're going to put out there for the organization. That's what, um, that's what I love about this job. Mike Hafer, always a pleasure chatting with you. I look forward to doing many more of these with you over the coming years. And thank you very much for taking the time to chat with us on First Chair. George, thank you. From the PSIA ASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.